Welcome. You're listening to the Sagi of Anne Furthermore. Dr. Greybeard called me from the Silent Cry hotline. He said, you're sad. I said, yes. He said, but it's different somehow. I don't know this sad in you. I said, I am suspended like a fine particulate in a brain slurry. A memory fog slow drives through the canyon of my hemispheres. Greybeard said, something from an earlier time, before I knew you? I said, naive detritus for actions born of thinking instead of crazy. When I could reason with thinking born of prayer, lives that made no sense. Greybeard said, you miss your childhood faith. I said, I do. He said, Mormon collie. I said, you mean that white and gray shepherd dog from the run with the blue eyes? Greybeard said, is that what you think a Mormon collie dog looks like? I said, maybe I'm projecting. Greybeard said, you need some meds. Don't go to the weirdio until you let her check your dosage. I said, okay. And I miss you too. Conveniently located next to the placebo gumball machine selling make-believe mood gum. Wait, does that work? It sounds like I'm suggesting that moods are made up, which they never are. Moods are real, factual, and really important. <laughs> Not. Was the door to Dr. Anita Samed's office. I winked at Tallyman, and he nodded, smiling. Are my eyes adjusting to the light in here, or to the overwhelming presence of Dr. Anita Samed's? She walked over just so and said, just so. How nice to see you again. What the hell is going on with your pupils? I lowered my head and averted my gaze, embarrassed and betrayed by disordered dialing. I said, I don't know. And she said, really? You have no idea? I don't believe you. I heard you take teaching very seriously and stay in touch with your students, follow their careers, offer them your advice, even once they no longer want it or are no longer formerly your pupils. You should reach out. Find out what the hell is going on with them. They are young and appreciate your support. Or have you forgotten what it is like to be young? Oh my God, I love her so much. I felt like I wanted to be honest with her. And so I said, I thought you were talking about my eyes. My pupils are unruly and I cannot teach them to be still when I'm having feelings. And like blushing, once I know I am doing it, it only gets worse. Anita Smed says, why don't you close your eyelids? I said, I think it's rather rude, don't you? And she said, who cares? If it makes you feel more comfortable, then do it. We keep our eyes open so much. But why? Because there is information still to be gathered? So what? This is the information age. Enough already. You can still listen, and people can still talk. I closed my eyes. Samed said, nervous, dizzy, then blink open, and then close again. Why do we always think a blink is for closing? Why do we always tune our instruments up to pitch instead of down? Why do we practice arpeggiating from the bottom, always the bottom? Are there rules about this? Was I absent that day when they said, Anita, you open eyes until you can no longer stand it, and then you can only have one tiny sip of blink and done. Eyes open. I no understand. Okay, what kind of accent is that? It's like a Nordic cabaret vampire. Some kind of svelte Swedish zvarmer, right? Anyway, she's right. I, I haven't felt this comfortable since my goggle-wearing jag, and I don't have to worry about my placebo mascara hypothetically running and becoming mascari. I like this. It's nice and dark, and when I blink, it's like I'm watching an art film or being subliminally influenced by the images around me. And I can move my head with my eyes closed and then be surprised when I blink next. It's like I'm texting myself inside and I'm aware that people are talking to me and occasionally look up or just nod while not looking up at all. This is kind of awesome. Dr. Greybeard tells me you are longing for your faith. 
Can you tell me about this? What is it you are missing specifically? I said, it was a simpler time. Smith said, duh, you are a child. Why do you make it a Mormon thing when it is just a life thing? You are being redundant. I said, it was my formative landscape. It's how I learned to speak about things, think about things. I think it was more than a life thing. It was prepared for me, and I for it. There was nothing life happens about it. It was magical. Smith said, if you had one word to describe what you miss. I said, nice. Niceness. Void of pretense, without guile or motive. Nice for niceness's sake. Smith said, so you grow up, and you smell the shit, and you say, wow, maybe not so nice. I said, that is correct. She said, I get it now. There is a saying where I come from. Where did she come from? The saying is shit. I said, that's an interesting saying. She said, no, you'll say it. I said, okay, shit. Very good. Now let me tell you how this works. You are not sad, you're hormonal. The religious equivalent of hormonal. Your idealum's aging, your hormones are aging. Turns out life eternal's atonal. You wish that life and people were nice All milk and honey, no curry, no spice A magic world view, how nice for a young you But that pearl has too great of a price Dance with me, darling A limerick rhyming scheme you shouldn't have I did it for you, furthermore, to help break your crash Dance with me Open your eyes, you dumb fuck. Mormon replacement therapy gives you shit with a spoonful of charity. When you want to throw up, take a pill called Grow Up. Off-label uses include bipolarity. Grow Up would help you with your Mormon diagnosis. Off-label uses prevent halitosis. The high is to call up the lowest neurosis. Cynical, innocent, pure symbiosis. Grow ups for Mormons when life isn't pretty. Grow ups help Mormons with the sex in the city. Do you feel Mormon Kali? Papa fat Mormon Molly. When shit gets real shit and the shit's really shitty. Whoo! The Furthermore Sagi is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and produced and edited by Jonah Sharp. That's me. Thanks for listening and tune in next week 